So the girl was like, bitch, who the fuck are you talking to? Mind you, these it was two girls, and they were kind of bigger than her. I don't want to say they was, like, chunky or nothing, but they, they was just a little bit chunky, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then she was like, um, bitch, I ain't stutter. So I'm like, uh, what's going on? Like, if they jump you, I'm going to watch because I'm going to just, it's just going to be crazy because you starting shit and they didn't do nothing to you. They let you go ahead and open your door. So why are you starting shit? So I'm, I'm like, um, won't you just go ahead and get in the car and, you know, let's go because there's no reason to start this drama over here. She's like, nah, fuck these bitches. These bitches don't know me. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is going on? Like, did I miss something? Like, y'all got beef? You know these motherfuckers? Like, the hell's going on? So she's like, nah, fuck that. Get your ass in the car. So I'm like, I turn around. I'm looking like, who the fuck she talking to? Like, so I got in the car because I just, I didn't want to see no chaos. It was, it was a lot of people out there. And I, I, don't, I don't have time for this shit. So I got in the car. And she got in the car, backed up all wild, rolled the window down. Fuck you, fat bitches and all this. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? So I'm like, yeah, what, why the hell you tripping like that? Nah, these bitches don't know me. And I, and I don't even know how I let her drive for real because she had already had two four locos. So I'm really the, the crazy one for letting her even fucking drive. Like, luckily, we didn't have that far to go, but still. So... I'm like, yeah, you tripping. Like, these, these girls ain't do nothing to you. They was trying to let you in the car. You just popped off for no reason. Nah, these bitches was playing games. They was mugging me and all this. I'm like, where? Uh, so, any anyway, so we get back to her house. And I'm like, look, I'm about to go because you tripping right now. She's like, nah, I ain't tripping. I'm just tired of bitches be looking at me different and all. All they giving me these looks and... I don't know. You know. I guess it's a woman thing when you go out with somebody and the woman just be looking at you because they, they know the dude or something. I don't fucking know. It was fucking crazy. It was just a weird-ass night. So after that, I got in my car and went the fuck home and shit because she was fucking crazy. But if them big girls would have beat the shit out of her, I would have put. I, I would have recorded it. I ain't going to lie. I would have recorded it. And I probably would have sent it to World Star. This is, I think this one World Star was just started popping off. I'd have sent it to World Star. I might have uploaded it on Facebook. I, I don't even know. But yeah, that shit was fucking crazy. Welcome to another episode of Sauce and Friends. On this week's episode, I have our brothers on, Bob and Ro, and we talk about what's going on in the world today. We also share stories about police brutality and just being harassed by the police for no reason. Um, I also just want to take a quick, brief moment of silence for everybody who's lost their life due to police brutality. Enjoy the show. All right, so 
let's talk about what's going on in the the world right now. Um, how y'all feeling about what's going on? Wow, that's all I can say about it. It's, it's wild. I mean, my year been just crazy off jump. So this quarantine thing, I ain't gonna lie. This shit. It, 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 at first I was cool with it, but now it's kind of getting a little depressing. Then all you can do is really watch TV and look at your phone, and then you see more depressing stuff. Especially about you know saying we still out here getting killed like it's like it's the fifteen um, hundreds and shit like that. So right now, like. That's why I, I mean I'm one of the people that I'm I'm for the um, the rise and shit. It's like man, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? Because y'all y'all they not listening. Exactly. They not listening, so it's like man, let's burn this joint down. Like man, I don't I don't care. I mean I see people talking, about, oh you know the whole oh why y'all doing your own community? Yeah, man, clearly it's not ours. Yeah. Clearly it's not ours. It ain't our community. Right. We just live here. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Right. I agree. I agree. <laughs> right. I. I always try to be democratic and look at both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I think the problem lying, I'm sorry, I think the problem lies in the fact that motherfuckers don't separate the difference between the looters and the protesters. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest problems, whereas you see clips and you see news footage of when black people gather in groups to peacefully protest and, you know, something happens and there is some looting somewhere else. They'll say, oh, look at those, those they'll, they'll say animals. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, all kinds of negative derogatory things. But then when you see a sporting event, the, the World Series, and you see groups of Caucasian people flipping cars over and doing stuff, oh, they're just things got out of hand. A right, college football right, game. Right. And they burn the whole city down. They say, exactly. why wow, don't teenagers really got out of hand this year? Right. But if that was a group of black people, we would instantly be perceived as enemies. We would instantly be seen as, oh my God, there's a large number of black people walking down the street. They're loud. They're belligerent. So why do we have to suffer because of a fear that has been perpetuated in your stigma from generations that we didn't place there. Nope. Uh, Not at all. Exactly. exactly. And <laughs> and all your apologies are great. It's great that people are starting to realize and say, oh, well, this is wrong. Or say, oh, my goodness, uh, I, I didn't believe, I didn't see it before. I've talked to a lot of intelligent people and say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't, I just didn't know. And I guess because of the information age, but we've seen it all of our lives. But I feel like they've seen it as well. They've seen it with Rodney King yeah. in the '90s. <laughs> they've seen it with the assassination of Kennedy, of uh, <laughs> of Dr. King, King of Malcolm X. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they I see mean, we can go on and on and on. They so see it's it, like, and they, they they it's just like they see it, and we kumbaya for a little bit, and then everything goes back to normal. That's how it is. Yeah. It's just everything goes always goes back to normal. That's the problem where it's never a continuous. Yeah cycle of what's going on is we get through this and then something else happened we get back and things go back to normal somebody else died they do that we get back to back to normal and it's just it's it's it's, it's tiring like it felt like the 1960s all over again like like i was telling my man i said everything what goes around comes back around it's it's just now that our grandparents were seeing this, and then it's like we've been—they've been seeing it for the years since they was kids, since they was our age. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, and then yeah, like yeah. now, our grandchildren are seeing it. 
their great grandchildren. Like it's just it's it's I, it's it's never going to end. It's never going to end. That's what I'm saying. That's the that's I think that's the point that people don't understand where the frustration lies. Is all we want to know is when the fuck does it end? Right. For real though, it's like we were already snatched from our fucking homeland. We and we say, oh well, you know. What's the big deal? You would say we are the only culture that has been stripped of our identity. We don't know where we came from. We don't know our ancestors. And can't no fucking DNA test that you buy online give you that information or give you that connection to your heritage as far as your bloodline. So we are the only culture that has been stripped from, not the only, there are others, but none who are as directly involved with the success of the growth of a country. We built this motherfucker. And from day one, when we were guaranteed our 40 acres and a mule that we still never received, no. we've still been treated like second-class citizens. And it's like our grandparents dealt with it, our great-great-grandparents right. Now we see our children got to deal with it. And we see now with social media, it's more in your face than it ever was exactly. for other people. But we've been dealing with it from day one. Mm-hmm. So these other people who are shocked and appalled, I'd be like, We've been telling you motherfuckers this from Jump Street. Did you not listen to N.W.A.? No. No, you were too busy stomping their fucking CDs and saying that, oh, they were projecting negative image and destroying the youth. No, they were telling you niggas. They were saying, fuck the police because they busting me in the head because I'm walking down the street because I'm a black man thinking that I sell drugs because I got a fucking pager. They didn't listen to the lyrics. They just seen angry black men with guns, and they were like, "Oh my yeah, god!" Yeah, they, 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 the they, they just heard exactly. a couple cuss words. Yeah, that's all it is. Like, when they kids repeat it, you know saying they little suburb ass kids repeat the song. It ain't no different from none of this shit that Axl Rose and every other rock star had talked about. Subliminal, but at the time, back then, motherfuckers didn't. It was time to be direct, and I think that's where we are now. And I disagree with the looting. But I understand yeah, it. I, Motherfuckers I, are angry and frustrated. I mean, and if nobody taught you how to deal with that anger and the only shit around you, if you got a gang of motherfuckers that's like, man, let's just burn this shit down and rebuild, and you don't have that other person around to say, look, let's go drive to Beverly Hills and fuck they shit up. Let's I mean, go uptown. I, yeah, let's go to where the money I, is. I get that. But it's the, then it's, it's, it's the point where you, you just, you just want to steal some shit. Like, when I'm looking at this shit, I'm like, yeah, you just want to steal some shit. If you're going to loot, loot the people that that don't give a fuck about us. Don't loot them. Just stop buying they shit. Like, they talking about Gucci and, Gucci and all this shit. Stop buying they shit. Between the looters and the protesters. How you going to go loot Gucci and you still going to support them even if you stole that shit for free? That's still marketing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, why, it, it, that shit don't yeah. make no, no and, type and, of sense to me. And, and, and let me say this because this goes back to not only the country's outlook, but the media's outlook on situations like this as well. And as I'm speaking on this, I haven't fact-checked all of the fucking images, but I did see Willie D, and I know Mr. Dennis don't post bullshit that he don't fact-check. So, they, she showed a news clip of a lady after the cheese, you seen the cheesecake factory? Yeah, 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 yeah. I seen that. Right. So, she's walking out of the cheesecake factory, and they zooming in on her, and because she's white, they automatically fucking assume that she's like, oh, she must be a customer. They didn't think for one second that she walked in there and stole that yeah, shit. I saw that. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. I seen that with a couple, like, of, a couple of... A couple of... Looters. And because she's walking slow, she got a whole cake, no box, no... No, nothing. No yeah. And they like, 
Oh, she must have bought that. Why yeah, I seen, right I seen, I seen the another one. From? Right. I seen another one where the white lady was walking out of the store. I think she was walking out of, uh, uh, I don't know, some white store. And they said, oh, she must be an employee. How? Oh, yeah, yeah. You seen that shit? Like, how the fuck, how you know she is an employee? This bitch ain't had no name badge on, no fucking shirt to say where she worked at or nothing. Oh, she must have be an employee. Like, come on, huh? These motherfucking white people looting just like these. Who you think oh, went them out all these these shoe stores? It wasn't just niggas. It's white kids in there too. Yeah, yeah, I watched that whole video. I ain't even know the yeah, video longer than yeah, the video long as shit. The white dude thought, yeah, I got all this shit. Hey, yo, I'm like, uh, see, it's not all us, but but we'll get stigmatized as all black people. This we the only ones that's doing this. We the only ones burning this that's shit down. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. How long we got to deal with this immature shit? This oh, we didn't see him do it, but he a nigga, so he had to do it. It's just. It's so tiring, bruh. And it's like we as black people got to fight so many fronts. Black women got to prove that they are just as intelligent and they are just as strong-willed and that they can work a job and not have all the negative stigmas that they give black women that, oh, they're going to be loud and aggressive. And, right. you know, black women got to fight these things. We as black men, we can't even get in the door. They look at us and just because... If you fit whatever their little racial profile and box provides and hit their little checklist, then all of a sudden you put into a box before they even fucking get to know you. Exactly. And and this is something I've always clashed with folks about because I've always been like, I've done outlandish crazy shit. And I, just, I don't care because I feel like the only thing I have to do in this life is represent who I am. So as long as when I look in the mirror, niggas be like, I do too much. But you know what? For me personally, and I can't speak on nobody else. But when I fucking do me and I got all my shit on, that's when I feel like me. When I'm sitting in the house and fucking, fucking Adidas drawers and shit, I don't feel like me. I just feel like a nigga sitting there. But it's like when I put my shit on, that give me my energy. That makes me feel like me. And why? Because that makes me feel like me. That bothers you. Why does that have to make put me in a box? Or right. You know what I'm saying? We go out the country, niggas be like, oh, you play football, you a rapper? Like, God damn, you see a nigga with some jewelry on, fall break, I gotta be a motherfucking I, entertainer, I, I, I could be a doctor, I could exactly. be a fucking radiologist, I could be a goddamn chemical engineer. But the first word out your mouth is nigga, jewelry, rapper. Right, right, rapper, <laughs> football player, basketball and player. And, and, and it goes just beyond that, it goes with all the other negative Drug things. dealer. So, nigga, <laughs> thread, you know, hoodlum, Lexus. How he get that car? How many times you been pulled over, motherfucker? How you get this car, Bruh. Man, why you think I? I was, that was another reason why I cut my head. Like just just going off of that type of shit. Like I I remember one time I got the police. I, I don't I, I don't know if you was there, but the police was like uh, came up to me. I think we was out. We was in Laurel, and the police came up to me and was like, I look like somebody that that uh, that did some crime or some shit. Oh, cause I had dreads and shit. Like what? Like you look yeah. like somebody. You remember? You like, remember that time when the feds followed me when I had the beamer? Oh yeah. And I had that loud exhaust on that bitch. You yeah, remember when the feds yeah, followed yeah. me in front of the house and made that big ass scene? Yeah, I remember that in shit. In front of my house, the yeah. motherfucking police. I was coming down law, and as I was turning in, the fucking feds turned. He didn't turn his lights on. He just followed me. Yeah. So as soon as I hit a corner, I hit that bitch in six gear. I was gone. And then he turned around a corner and followed me. Then he called his man. So as soon as I get up the hill to park, he hasn't 
He don't know why he's following me. He hasn't said shit to me or nothing. So he called his man. As I'm pulling up the hill, everybody in their house can see what's going on. They turn their lights on. We, 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 all this mm-hmm. other shit. They're like, get the fuck out the car. Mind you, I haven't done anything. They haven't said shit to me. I'm just going home. All I did was I seen a suspicious nigga following me, so I opened her up. Right. So everybody came out there. Your grandmother yeah. came out there. You was out there. And then my mother came out. So I'm like, what you doing? Police didn't say shit to me. Drag me out the car, trying to handcuff me. Don't even tell me what they pulling me over for. Exactly. My mother come out the house. She's like, what you doing to my son? She started kirking off. So they were like, oh, so I'm like, ma, don't say nothing to him. So she took her phone out. Back then, you know, camera phones was garbage, but she was trying to record the job. <laughs> and I was like, and she was trying to yell at the officer, what's your name? What's your name? And it's like, we had to go through shit like that. And for what? The nigga never even, they just left. After all that harassment, all that woody woo, they seen it was a crowd, they left. But if I was on the street or any of us was by ourselves, Look, we just, and I, I don't even know what the fuck they pulled me over for that night. I, I got the same type of story. Like, I was coming. It's always in law. Like, it, it never failed. It was yeah, always being law. I'm driving the, the Vic, and I had tent on it, but the tent was see-through tent. You couldn't. I didn't. Them, them, yeah, you was 35. Yeah, them tents wasn't dark. not dark. So I'm yeah. driving, and I had the fucking windows down one night, and the dude pulled me over like, uh, I can't see through your car. I'm like, the windows are down. So how can't you see through the car? So he told us, don't get smart with me and all this. Then he had his man come. So I'm telling this man, I'm like, he pulled me over for no reason. Like he talking about he can't see through my car. He's like, well, your windows are down. Why? I say, exactly. So what the, What are you pulling me over for? Like, just because it's a Crown Vic and... It's, I look suspicious. Wow, I look suspicious right. driving. I look right. suspicious because you're a black man and a crown vic. <laughs> hey Bob, what about the? Hey Bob, you feel like telling a story about? The, I don't think everybody heard it. Uh, the story about when you was in the car and you wasn't even drinking. Oh man, DC police. DC That's police. what I'm saying. I want to switch it up because everybody talks shit about Merlin. DC do credit shit. DC, too. yeah, DC, DC police. So, matter of fact, me and this girl in Southwest chilling. Sitting there, um, we sitting there in the car chilling, minding our business. She was drinking that day, so she goes and she was sitting in front of her house. So she goes in her house real quick for a couple of minutes, go use the bathroom. I'm like, all right, bet, take your time. My car is off and everything. Next thing I know, DC police pull up behind me with their lights on. So I'm like, the fuck is this about? I'm thinking, I'm thinking there's something going on around me. I'm like, there's no way they fucking because my car off. I'm minding my business. Right. Next thing you know, they come to the car, so almost some um my tents are too dark and all this. One thing is thirty five and then two, y'all are DC, y'all can't y'all don't even have you know saying y'all not even supposed to be measuring what the fuck I got on it. Did. So y'all what are y'all doing here? Right. So anyway, I'm sitting there like, um like, nah, this the this the legal limit or whatever. I said, I know for a fact this is the legal limit, so that that's already last and they're like, Have you been drinking or anything? I'm like, nah, I've been been drinking because I didn't even drink back then. So they see the cup though on the other end. On the other end, they do see a cup. So the Bama, he didn't even ask to search the car. He just opened the door and grabbed the cup. And like, man, yeah, this is yeah, this is the stuff. He he actually took a sip of the shit. <laughs> said, yeah, I swear to God, he took a sip of the shit. Say, oh yeah, that's this the stuff right here, and then just dump it out. And they took me in for like, yeah, they took me in for an open container. They they just took me in a booklet, and then let me out like three hours later. Hey, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there. Yeah, I was sitting in the home cell for three hours off an open container. 
Damn. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fucking DC crazy. DC police, man. Who made this at the time? And at that point, Bob here, didn't man. drink. Bob didn't drink. So when he yeah. told me this, I was like, hold up, Slim. You don't even drink. Like, he, he breathalyzed you. Like, you know, I was like, the, car, the, keys weren't, the keys weren't in the ignition. You were sitting in the car. Now, mind you, we not police. We don't know the laws. Man. And it's like, I, I just didn't understand how that was open bottle. You in a vehicle that's not moving, and just because he's sitting in the car, they decided to pull up. They was gonna fuck with you regardless. Exactly. Once they seen you was sitting in the car, they was gonna they was gonna find something. That's that's some bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) Matter of fact, when I got out when I got out of jail, then like I called I called him because Rome was the first person I called. Matter of fact. Yeah, that was yeah, that was just a wild night overall because it's other stuff that happened, but that's not even about. But yeah, yeah, that's, that's the other shit. But just, I remember when you called me that night. I was like, yeah. it's like, it's like, how many, no fact, how many it, stories it we got like situation. that? It happened. That's what I'm situation. saying. Yeah. And I got plenty more of that than other people. That's why now, whenever I get pulled over, first thing I do, I call my mother, I call my wife, and I have somebody on the phone so that whatever happened, hey, at least somebody can hear the see. Yeah. I got just plenty of stories. It's just, PG it's police. PG police on Silver Hill Road. I just got my 300. This is 2009. Just got my 300. Literally just came from picking up my hard tags. So my papers were still on there. Literally just came to go get my hard from picking up my hard tags. I'm on Silver Hill Road. So it's a cop. I know it's an undercover dude. I can tell you undercover. But he driving off fast. He a young dude. So he look over at me. So I just look over at him too. Like, basically, like, what the fuck is he looking at? And we kept it moving. So next thing you know, I get to the light of Silver Hill and uh, what's that? The Silver Hill Marlboro Pike. The yeah, CVSF. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know where you at. Yeah. yeah, like the Exxon and all that. Yeah. Right. So I'm right there at that light. Next thing you know, whoop, whoop, whoop. There's three more cars come behind me. Oh, so next thing you know, these bombers ask for my license and stuff. So I'm like, man, what am I being pulled over? They not saying nothing, but they get my license. So then the other bomber come over and say that. And say that they pulled the only reason they pulled me over just to make sure I'm not a bad person. Legit said that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. That's, that's the most important thing about that question, though. What the fuck does a bad person look like? That's exactly. what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, we, we tell people stories like this, and some people who ain't experienced be like, oh, you exaggerate, like you doing this or that. Nah. I've even got fucking audio that I recorded when police pulled me over. But it's like you tell people this stuff, and I think it's now. I'm glad that people are starting to listen now. But it's like, why did it take so many? In the past 15 years, we have seen more black men be murdered for no men fucking and reason. Women. Men and right women. Right in front of our eyes. Right. And it don't matter if the people get off. It don't matter if they go to prison. It don't matter if they get the death penalty. What matters is that the systematic changes have not occurred. Because it keeps fucking happening and it is increasing. It's not de- even if it's stagnant. The point is, it shouldn't be there. No. And that's what I think. Since when the fuck did black men's lives become expendable? When did any race become expendable? Mm-hmm. Since when did Hispanic lives or Asian lives? But mm-hmm. you don't see no videos of Asian men getting walked in the curry house and motherfuckers just police shooting them in the curry house because they didn't like they fucking fried chicken. But you can just shoot a nigga on the street because. He's selling mixtapes in front of a, a convenience store, and you see a man walking down the street, or you see a young man with a hoodie eating candy, and that's a threat to you. Right. 
our fucking blackness is a threat to you. And you know what? This is what pisses me off most. And I'm going to say this before I get upset, but I don't understand how <laughs> the great Paul Mooney said it best. Everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be a nigga. Exactly. If you think about what the fuck black people have contributed, not just to this country, but to pop culture and life as we know it to fucking day. We have had our fucking footprint in the story of America since we were stolen from our homeland. And we have done nothing but make this place better. And we are the only race that motherfuckers copy. Mm -hmm. Motherfuckers thought rap was a joke. But culture vultures came along. And then along the way, other white rappers came along who engulfed what we were about. And then they jumped in the game with us. So from fashion to clothes, to movies, every fucking thing. The black person is the most copied person in the world. White women didn't know what tracks and shit was until black women told them how to sew the shit in their scalp. <laughs> so it's like, when the fuck are we ever going to get our recognition? Michael Jackson was the most famous motherfucker in the world. A black man. Michael Jordan, the most recognizable athlete in the fucking world for 20 years. A black man, Oprah, the richest black woman entertainer in the fucking world. And then she goes in a hotel and she asks for certain peanuts and they be like, ugh, nigga, go away. This bitch is worth a couple billion dollars. God forgive me, Oprah. I'm not calling you a B-I-T-C-H in a negative way. I mean, as a strong black woman who don't take no shit type bitch. So when I say that, that's what I mean. He's like, the fuck? Nigga, I'm Oprah. Right. You better give me whatever the fuck I need. Treat me the same way you would treat Princess Diana or anybody else. Why do black people, even people of success, got to be treated as second-class citizens, third-class citizens? When we built this motherfucker, we keep this bitch running, and you motherfuckers want to be like us so bad that you burn your fucking head, you color everything you do, you buy jewelry to look like kings because that's what the fuck we are, and all you motherfuckers want to do is imitate us, but you don't want to give us the same opportunities. But we take what we got, which is nothing, and we made it something. Chitlins is fucking nothing, and we made that shit a gourmet fucking meal. We taught motherfuckers how to cook. We taught you motherfuckers how to make something out of nothing, and you treat us like that, and we still run this shit. Get the fuck out of here, man. And then you got the nerve to treat us like we fucking you up when everything you take from us they fucking, they and scared. what do we get in return? We get some celebrity and some money, but we still don't get a seat at the table. Nope. The most successful black fucking man as president was the most intelligent, articulate, smooth, and bipartisan president we've seen probably since since Kennedy. Yeah. He was all about bringing people together. He didn't want to do it just with Democrats. He wanted everybody involved. He was concerned about the big picture. He wanted to heal the country. But propaganda, all they talked about was what he didn't do. His name, Obama, Hussein Obama. (laughs) Really? But then you elect a fat fucking man who's been robbing (laughs) the city of New York for fucking 30 fucking 40 years? A known thief, a liar, a a rapist, piece of shit, and this is who you choose to worship? A molester. But then you talk down on a man who not only gave us a steady economy, pulled us out of a recession, and gave the country hope. He unified all of us. If you look at his inaugurational speech and you look at the, the picture, it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. 
And that was a moment that we all thought we were doing good. We thought we were going to do better. And why is it that every time that things get better for black people, get, it's a bell curve? Get, when we have a height, we always have to have an extreme low. Exactly. Why can't we stay stagnant? Why do we always have to bear the grunt and the responsibility of the rest of the fucking country that decides that, oh, you only want to fuck with us when it's convenient for you? When you want to hit record, who you call? When you want a good-ass meal at a restaurant, who you call? When you want one of the best action stars in the world, who do you call? Right. Right. I thought I had the two. But when we want to be treated like everybody else, huh, go away, nigger. Yeah, That's the right. great Dave Chappelle said. Yeah, I thought, That's it for me, bro. I, I thought I had the 2008 things would have got better. You know, after 2008, we get a black president. Don't say like shit got worse. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like it's like they turn races got races got turned up a notch. Like a little, Bruh, a little bit more, just keep it, turning it up every just, year. It just kept getting turning it up. African American candidate was so strong that it took one of the longest running political parties and separated it. Yeah. And then they had the nerve to call it the Tea Party and base it upon freedom, which is what the whole Tea Party movement was all about. Which is the reason why they dumped the tea into yeah, the fucking water yeah. to begin with. So you have the nerve. To call your party the Tea Party movement, but you base it upon hate. Yeah, they threw all that fucking expensive tea in the water. Fuck. Man, I I just I don't get it. I think we'll I think we'll ne it'll never be a time where we can just be free of of anything because, like I said. A couple years ago, I told you this shit. I was at work, and we closing, and I and these white these white couple try to come in. I'm like, we closing. They're like, well, I just need to. I'm like, well, we're closing. I can't let you come in if the store is closing. And this nigga, this nigga, that. Like, and it took everything for me to just not even respond. Like, yeah, like, and then they just say it so freely, and they don't give a fuck. Like, white people say the word nigga like they don't give a fuck. But you know why, though? It's bigger than just the word. It's what the word yeah. is trying to impose. Yeah. It's trying to impose that you are lesser than me. And that's the problem with the word nigga. Yeah, it's, 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 it's too much. And, and that's why when people try to say that it's the same as, excuse me, it's the same as calling someone a faggot. Now, I'm in no way trying to denigrate the strength of that word when it comes to homosexuality but when you try to compare it to the word nigga it pales in comparison in my opinion anybody who disagrees with that I'll have a debate with you and listen to your point yeah, until but, the sun comes up yeah, and I would love yeah. to do that but anyone who tries to compare the word faggot to the word nigga nah yes no comparison I, I think the scale the scale is, is, is very severely unbalanced yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's, it's, look at how fast the gay rights movement has moved and look at how slowly the, I mean, you know, gay people have died. Harvey Milk, a lot of gay rights activists but, have died for what they stand for. But they still don't get treated. When's the last time you seen a transsexual man get strangled to death on a YouTube video? Nah, but they they take a, the, the, the gay, the gays, I'm going to say it like that, the gays, it's been, it's, it's I could say it's getting better for them. Shit, you can't even turn on the TV without seeing them like in in some type of 
like some type of, some type of some yeah, show, like some type that. of TV show now. Thank you. It used to be like that. Leaning into into the difference between the word nigger and the word faggot. Now the word faggot now has become so toxic yeah. it is deemed more offensive than the word nigger. Right. Hey. I was like, well, how did that happen? And that's why when. I don't agree with everything Todd the Creator says, but he made a comment early on in his early run when he was talking about the word faggot, and he was like, the word faggot doesn't have any meaning. We gave it meaning, and we chose something to it, but I'm sure there's a lot of pain that comes with that word, but you can't compare the word faggot to the word nigga, in my uh, opinion. As a black man, I would challenge any gay man, and we can sit and swap stories until the day is done. And I promise you, you have not been called a faggot as much as We've been called a nigger and probably still be called a nigger every day. Yeah. And to the point, the word doesn't, the word isn't what bothers me. Nah, it's, 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 how, you, it's how you say it. It's, it's the right. power that you say it in. It's knowing that if you say this word to a black person, the rage is going to come out of them. You're not going to say, you. I mean, it's just, it's just the way that the, the girl said this shit to me. It's like she knew she wanted right. to piss me off. Yeah, she knew she was trying to get to you. Yeah, she that's knew that, that that's the word that's, that's gonna piss this this motherfucker off. So I'm gonna call him a nigger, a nigger, mm-hmm. a nigger. Like and just say it. Like, but if I but was to go over there and smack the shit out of her, that's, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm wrong. <laughs> that's why I love that's why I love your story, because you touch on the very point that is the problem. Now you, your story is a prime example of what the problem is in this country. So you are following the procedures that your company has set forth. And then instead of just closing the door and telling that person to go fuck off, you proceed to engage them and have exactly. an intellectual conversation and say, look, we're closed. I'm sorry. And then instead of saying, okay, I understand. Thank you. Like a civilized person would do. They decide to attack you. And exactly. her calling you a nigga is a fucking hate crime. Exactly. And the fact that she called you a nigga, and then your response is, you could have said, okay, have a nice night. But then as your story dictates, they continue. Exactly. So if you, like you said, if you would have went out there and smacked her, then you would have been an agitator. But, uh, and the police don't give a fuck that she just did every all that shit to you. She'll say, well, we have it that you came out and attacked her. Not knowing that even when you tell them, oh, well, I told her what my company says our closing times is try to explain to her and her and her associate decided to steal your word nigger at me and walk away and say derogatory statements. And then why is it that we always got to be the fucking bigger person? Exactly. It's like, so I'm supposed to let you spit in my fucking face for my entire life? Like, I just don't understand it. What what other people other than black and Hispanic people have to sit there and get their face spit in on a constant basis and just like, oh, they're okay. They can take it. They've been dealing with this shit for millennia. It's no big deal to them. No, we are people. We have feelings. And you are no fucking better than us because you know what? If you was better than us, then we wouldn't be fucking 80% of the fucking NFL or the NBA. So, what I'm trying to say is, whether you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian, I don't give a shit what you are. At the end of the day, I I challenge any race to creed to let's play that fucking game where you put your hand on the table with a knife. You know what I'm talking about? The shit where you put your hand out Mm. and you put the knife over your fingers real quick. 
I don't give a fuck what your race is. I promise you that if you're a human being, we all going to bleed red. And what I never understood is, I think we was fortunate at certain points in our life to be around a lot of different ethnic people. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of older cats who never got that experience. And I'm glad we got to do that because I don't think we, we never looked at no other race with any kind of negative. We may have had a little couple jokes because that's just what kids do. But we never was from a place of malice or racism. I appreciate both of you guys for coming on and telling your stories. Um, Hopefully, we'll start to see change in the world, you know. um, It's been a lot of protests and riots, um, peaceful riots at that, um, going in all over the world. So hopefully, we can see a change coming soon. Um, It's just, it still just hurts every day that we go through this, and we've been going through this for years and years and years. So hopefully, we can start to see a change, Um, but it starts with us. You know, so hopefully things will get better. Um, Just continue to just believe in God and stay strong and support one another. And let's just keep doing what we've been doing. Just trusting that, you know, it's a better tomorrow than it was yesterday. See you guys next week.